We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. Hi, welcome to the Church Split. My name is Will, and we have Brian again. We have had requests to have more Brian because Will sucks. That's what <laughs> I think the reviews have said. So that's cool, I guess. Not really. Actually, I'm really excited to have you on. I think we work best as a team. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we have just a real quick video. This is not going to be a long one. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> we are kind of long-winded. We are long-winded. But uh, we just really quickly wanted to do a response. I know it's a little old news now, but uh, we just life is crazy, so things happen. But since we have some time, we're shooting some, some episodes tonight. And so we want to talk about that all men, all <laughs> women situation. I can't help but laugh. But it is actually kind of sad, and there's actually a lot of problems with it. Yeah. I think, and I think Michael Knowles had a good take on this, and I agree with his point, which is if we just make fun of this and just like, haha, that guy is an idiot, he's stupid. Um, I think we miss potentially allowing culture to to form into this new saying. Um, just like we had Z and Zer became this this new thing, and we all made fun of it then too. Like, haha, they think there's other pronouns. This is so silly, and now he, here we are fighting for for truth of pronouns and and gender and everything else so i think if i think if we let this just slide by and just go ha ah, this is just so funny and just make memes about it and think it's silly i think we miss the potential culture impact this is going to have i agree and actually one of the things i wanted to talk about with that was first off because we we realize how dumb it is we just laugh it off mm-hmm but we don't realize the fact that when we do that we're also validating them to a degree it's like we just make fun of them because back to ad hominem like when we ad hominem is not an argument, yeah. so we just ad hom them. They just continue on. And one of the biggest problems that conservative values and conservative theology and all these things have faced is the fact that they we don't really take them seriously enough. And then they've now gotten to, to the point where they're justifying all sorts of stuff, playing gymnastics. And we do have like in the real what's the word like intellectual scholarly field of Christianity mm-hmm. where they address it, but it's not being addressed on the ground level. Yeah. So I do want to address this, and not long, but one of the biggest things that he says is the, you know, he go, it's like a three-minute prayer. And he goes, we want, we say this in the monolithic, uh, in the name of the monolithic God, and he mentions Brahma, which is a Hindi God, the creator God of in Hinduism. And then he goes, and oh, you know what the point of this is, when he goes, the monolithic God, who goes by many names, worshiped by a great many faiths, is now he's lumping everyone in. And you know what it is, is that because, and he is Democrat, so he tends to be on the left, which means that they tend to be very much all about this idea of pluralism and mm-hmm. acceptance of everybody. But the problem is with this, and this is where conservatives don't articulate this properly, is once you start being completely inclusive, you actually become very exclusive and you actually exclude the people you're trying to include. Let me explain. Go for it. Okay, so when you say the monolithic God who goes by many names, Okay, yes, my monolithic God, the one, the one true God that you know um, goes by many way, names. Uh, people call him Jehovah. Some people call him Adonai. Some people call him Yeshua. Some people call him uh, the Tetragrammaton, the Yahweh, the YHWH, and a number of other things. Elohim, uh, there is plenty mm-hmm. of other ones. Uh, if you the whole, go through a whole names of God, and it's really interesting. He does go by many names, but then you go, his worship by a great many faiths. 
No. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, because people don't realize that there is a stark difference between the, the monolithic God of Judaism versus Islam. And even Judaism to Christianity, uh, you know, Judaism, they believe that um, God is a little bit different than the way Christians do. Now, I would say that those there, you could actually say that they worship the same God because they are of similar faiths and they both, and uh, especially Messianic Jews would argue, my friends, hello, alternate media. Um, Shalomi, my homies. Shalomi, my homies. <laughs> so, but you know, and of course, I have, of course, as you know, been like researching more and more into Judaism and how it relates to my faith. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good, and I think we need to do that. But the thing is, when you start doing this and you start lumping us all together, you are actually saying that our differences of faith and belief don't matter. And as a Christian, I take ma- major issue with that. And Jews would as well, and so would Muslims. Because as soon as you start doing that, you say, okay, your views, let's say Judaism, Islam, and Christianity, all have different views of Jesus' death, burial, resurrection. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's Islam that doesn't even say that he died. Like, they don't, oh, he never died by crucifixion. Point is, is the fact that once you start saying that all these people are the same, you actually exclude us because we go, no, we're not. And yeah. now you're trying to say that we are something that we're not. So you're actually excluding me because now I'm not feeling included. Instead of, well, we say this in the name of God, and, you know, you could say that, you know, it's all about, you know, you have your own, whatever. You could try to be pluralistic. But the problem is with pluralism is it actually leaves everybody out. Because when you start saying everyone's the same, it means no one's different. And you've gotten rid of what makes me ex- the uniqueness of my acceptance. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Well, we, in, obviously, the point of this channel is to try to approach different church splitting topics that are, that are, but those are topics that are splitting churches of like faith and like belief. And they have the same picture of the same God, but they're splitting over stupid things like skinny jeans or some small doctrinal things. And it, those are things that aren't worthwhile splitting over, but we should not be integrating with other religions because those there are two distinct and separate truths, and they they are one is true and one's not. Right, you can't say that they're both true. So just like the, the what's the the analogy of the elephant, right? That we're all just we're touching the same different the same part or different parts of the same elephant, and we just all have a little small picture. Like one of us thinks we have the trunk, and one thinks we have the left leg. But if you stay, take a step back, you realize it's all part of the same elephant. No. Yeah. That's, well, that's completely course, stupid. The thing is when people use that, that parable, the thing they're forgetting about, so they're talking about all the perspectives, all the people within it. Mm-hmm. But the, the perspective they're not taking is the person who's actually watching the whole thing happen. Yeah. The guy who's saying, no, no, that's an elephant, not a uh, whatever. That, that's, not a, that's not a pillar. That's, that's not um, a spear. That, that's an elephant. Like, yeah. the, so that's the thing that what we're saying here is when you're saying that all these things are equally monolithic, they're the same God, then you throw in Hindi, Hinduism. Hindus would be easy, equally offended because they don't want to sit there and say that God is, that Elohim is the one and only true God. They don't want to do that. So the problem is, so again, the problem with pluralism is it says that everyone is equal, but in order to be equal, you have to get rid of what makes you unique. Mm -hmm. And then also is the fact that each one of these religions are a specific truth claim. Islam has its own truth claim about Allah. And then uh, Judaism has its own claim about Elohim. Christianity has its own view of Jesus, you know, the deity of Christ. So you can't sit there and say that these are all equal because they're simply not. And we can't sit there and just be like, oh, <laughs> that dummy. Because he's supposed to be, I think, a Methodist pastor, which blows my mind. But that doesn't really surprise me because Method- the Methodist church has in 
different ways. Now, not all of them. I'm not going to broad brush, but the Methodist Church has been going through this huge woke issue. Yeah. And how to be more pluralistic. You know, a couple of years ago, I applied at a at a, a downtown GR Methodist church that was super accepting and like pro LGBT as like a, what the religious as a religion teacher. I applied down there as a troll. <laughs> I applied down there because I so badly wanted an interview. And then they, they it kept tell, sending me notifications that they opened my resume. And then they was like, yeah, we're not calling this guy. I'm like, yeah, I kind of expected it, but I really badly wanted to troll in that interview. How open-minded and accepting of them. Oh, very, yeah. Uh, <laughs> very pluralistic of them. And again, but that goes to show, like, if you're not in part of this pluralistic area, you get excluded. So no matter what, you have to be exclusive. The question is, is the question of truth. Who mm-hmm. has the truth claim? Who does not? So that monolithic God who goes by many names, uh, worshiped by many different faiths, it's disgusting and it's not true and it needs to it, stop with pluralism. Yeah. Pluralism doesn't work. Instead, we can all have our own beliefs and how about we try to substantiate those beliefs with actual argumentation and then use facts and all these different things. We can use proper like argumentative logical structure to reach a truth conclusion. Yeah. I think you could also give people examples, right? When they're like, oh, it's all, we're all just the same, right? We're all different, or we're all not, we're not different at all. We're all just, we believe the same thing. Pick whatever their pet topic is that they're going to divide over and say, I think this is the same. I guarantee you they're going to be upset and you're going to expose their hypocrisy. So I think it's, um, you know, what, what's the roadrunner fallacy, is it called, where essentially you're, you, you make a claim, but it's self-defeating. Um, this is exactly an example of that. It's a self-defeating claim. So, yeah, exactly. So, and that, uh, yeah, the roadrunner, that was, is, is an inter- interesting topic to talk about. Uh, I'll have to probably talk about that at a different time. But a lot of people do that, and a lot of people don't realize that they're doing that. But it's when you're, for example, like I said, pick their favorite splitting topic, you know, and then you'll quickly find the fact that they're not willing to be pluralistic there. So again, it doesn't work. Then the other part, of course, real quick, all men and all women. I can't help but laugh. I know we're trying to be like, don't make fun of it, but it is. It is so stupid. It is, yeah, incredibly stupid. And he he did a response where he's like, yeah, this tongue-in-cheek comment people are just running with. It's like, yeah, because what you did was stupid. And as a Christian pastor, you know what all men means. Amen, mm. all men. It comes from the Hebrew amin, which means let it be so. It's a statement of solidarity, of you know, of of going. You're going before the throne of God with your plea, and then you're saying, "So let it be. Let your will be done." If to use the words of Christ. Yeah, it's not the point to make some flippant political statement to show all your friends how woke you are. Yeah, how much I love good men grief. and women. Yeah, it's and it's idea. So, because here's the thing: it's like all men, all women. It's not making. It's not a gendered statement. No. Just it, it, that's what makes all the memes funny, like menu, uh, woman, you like, and it's like a guy looking through a menu and a woman looking through a menu, yeah. menu. Well, we agree the memes are funny, and I yeah, absolutely but, mock it to oblivion too. But don't miss the broader picture here that if we if we keep using that phrase too is a mockery, they're going to just go like, well, that's I think that's how it is. And think of all the stupid things that now have become mainstream that have no semblance in truth whatsoever. And now we're we're playing catch up, trying to fix culture because we just made fun of it originally, instead of attacking it head on and going, "This is wrong." Yeah, and it's emphatically wrong. See, this isn't. This goes back again. And how disrespectful is it to those who actually speak Hebrew? Like that's what I was thinking. Like this is super disrespectful to like the Jewish community mm-hmm. who actually speaks Hebrew, where Amin comes from. The microaggression. Yeah. Well, 
Is that not cultural appropriation? Like, come on. It's just, it's so disrespectful because it's, you're taking a statement of solidarity that Christians and Jews say in solidarity to God on high, and you're making it a gendered statement for men and women. Mm-hmm. It's disrespectful and it's irreverent to God. You know, and it's like a tongue, even when he said a tongue in cheek comment, like he has issued a public statement, I'm like, yeah, why are you doing that at the end of a prayer? That's not the time for a tongue-in-cheek comment for a political game. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. Let us know if you think that was tongue-in-cheek, because it didn't sound like Yeah, it didn't sound like tongue-in-cheek. I think suddenly he said it, he realized how, that everyone was calling him out for it, then yeah. he defaulted. It sound, that's what I, my opinion is. Can I prove his motive or his thought? No. So I want to make sure I'm clear on that. I'm not yeah. saying that's exactly what his motive was. I'm just saying it didn't sound tongue-in-cheek no. when you did it. It sounded like you were serious, giving a moment of solidarity, yeah. but without actually saying amen. So, anyway. so anyways, hope this was helpful, guys. When you're thinking of sharing that meme, maybe also think about sharing this video. Think about correcting it with truth instead of just poking fun at it. And... Maybe we can help prevent culture from making this the next new thing that's accepted. Yeah, exactly. Stand against it. Uh, it's, I mean, um, amen. It's mocking that's like mocking hallelujah, which is praise be to God. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a minute. Think about what we're allowing people to get away with. And again, guys, if you haven't already, uh, like and subscribe to The Church Split. Share our content if you enjoy it. If you don't, uh, leave a thumbs down and a nasty, hateful comment below and come up with the most aggressive way you can attack Brian for a change because Will gets attacked too much and I'm tired of it. It's amazing. <laughs> you just love to watch <laughs> me burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the church split. You take care and stay tuned for the next episode.